Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Put your hands together. Make a joyful noise. Oh, and out a sound. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you for the opportunity. We have to be where you are. We don't take it for granted, Lord. It is indeed of your mercies that we are not consumed. Many things have tried to silence us and to end our lives. But Lord, by your great mercy, by your great power, you've kept us alive. And they show us, it shows us that you have a purpose for our lives. Lord, our prayer this morning is help us to yield to your will and to fulfill every one of your purpose. Show us your mercies, Lord, and cause us to walk with you in truth and in spirit. And Lord, above all, may your spirit be upon us. May we not lack your spirit. May we not lack your mercies. Open our hearts, O God, that your word will be understood, not with our minds, but in our hearts. Let our change appear. Lord, we pray. We thank you for who you are, what you do, and what you've done. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together. And please be seated in heavenly places. So we've been sharing and talking about the 21 reasons why you must not be left behind. Amen. 21 reasons why I must not be left behind. Okay. Why I should not be left behind. Okay. 25 reasons why I must not be. Yeah. I think that we, we don't need an option. Please try and don't have an option. How many want to sit exams once or you want to do research? This exam, the research proves to be very difficult. So let's force and pass it at once. Amen. Hallelujah. And we began by looking at the, uh, the book Revelation. That after we, we noticed that a book has a lot of servants. It's the book of the perfect number seven. After the seven churches, we come to know the seven seals. After the seven seals, then the seven trumpets. And after the seven trumpets, we are going to look at the seven bowls or the vows. Are, are you here? Yeah, so the, the church, the seven churches is what we are in now. And in chapter four of 
revelation. He said, and after these things, can you see it? Then after this, I looked and behold, a door was open in heaven. And the, and the first voice which I heard was, the first voice which I heard was as it were a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither and I will show thee things which must be here after. Must. It's not going to, there's no, I mean, middle way about it. It must be here after. And what is here after? Here after is after the church. Hallelujah. Do you know that there was a time in this world that there was no church? The church came with Jesus. <laughs> so a time will come again, there will not be church. That is why that uh, scripture in Matthew chapter 18, is it 18 or 16, 18? 16, 18, you need to really take it seriously. Because what Jesus is doing now is building his church. He did not come to build hospitals, boreholes, and all, the, all, the, all those things we will do if God permits. They are uh, the byproduct, the size of what we are doing. But the main thing he said is that I will build my church and the gate of hell will not prevail against it. Amen. So whoever you are and whatever you are doing, the advice I can give you is that try and get involved in what Jesus is doing. God is not trying to raise you to become a billionaire. He will do it. If in so doing, his church will be built. Anything that you are doing that does not facilitate the building of his church, God is not in it. If God blesses you and it will not result in the building of the church, but I would rather get you to be lost, to be proud, and to sin, and to uh, end up in hell. Prosperity. Hello? The light is not. What is happening? Is everything okay? So anything you are doing that is not going to lead to the building of the church, even when you are going to school, you are learning something, it should lead to the advancement of the church. Amen. Whatever you are doing, if it will facilitate the building of the church, God will bless it. Amen. So whoever you are, always think about it, what I'm doing. How does it help? What you are doing, how does it help us? How does it help the church of God? If it doesn't help the church of God, you need to really force. Some of us, look, one of our apostles, Apostle Robert Dodu, in, he's in Brazil now. He, he, he is a pharmacist. He had finished school and all that. But because of the church, he had to go to Geneva and roll again to start doing another degree. Not because he wanted to be in school, but he had to be there to start a church. Hello? Yeah. So if you are going to school again and it's because of the church, it is good. Hello? Some of you may have to consider doing master so that you will become the campus uh, minister. Amen? Because if you are not there, we may not have access to be a structure on campus. So we may have to ask you to go back and do your masters. Are you there? Yeah, maybe we may have to ask you to do medicine so you can reach out to your kind in the medical department. So whatever you are, that's how our mind should, 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 should be working. 
is it going to result in the building of the church? If it is not, try and because he said, I will build my church and the gate of hell will not prevail against it. Do you know that when you are doing a project, you get to know, you get to know the contractor, his number, where he stays. And so if you are involved with the building of the church, God gets to know you. He will know your voice. He will know your telephone number. He will personally get involved. Because whatever happens to you, he stands to lose. Are you there? Yeah. If you can prove that you have a standing, you know, uh, in the American election, one state, uh, Texas sued four other states for uh, uh, diluting their votes. They said they did not run their election according to their own constitution and according to the constitution of the state. So by so doing, we are 50 states. We have done what we need to do. So when you don't do it according to the rules, he said, because of what you've done, you dilute my vote. But one chief justice said that they have no proof. They have no proof enough that they have a standing, they have interest in the election. So what I'm saying to you that God must be able to see that whatever you are doing, he stands to gain. You're going to school. You're going to work. Whatever you are doing, does it result in the building of the church? Hallelujah. Because one day, all this will be over. One day, you will notice that there is no church. The grace of God is no longer available for any one of us. Hallelujah. Yeah, and that is what we are talking about, that I, you, and all of us, we must not be left behind. Amen. Amen. Why? Because, the, because of the things that are going to happen. The things that are going to happen is so that, is, is, is so, that's what we call the, the wrath of God will be released against the inhabitant of the earth for not complying, not obeying, not believing in him. Bible said that we make God a liar if we say we've not sinned. The truth is not in us and we make him a liar. So when you don't believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, what you are saying is that whatever God has said in the Bible is not true and we make God a liar. So we can make God a liar by uh, not even doing anything, our attitude, not believing in the Bible. If the Bible says that Jesus is the Son of God, it says it's not the Son of God. You make him a liar. How many understand this? Yeah, so because of the 21 reasons, so the 21 reasons are made up of the first seven what? Seals. Okay? So the seven, after the church, there's a seven seals, and after that, there's a seven trumpet that will be then the last one will be the seven bowls or the vows. And so far, we've looked at the 14. So today, we want to continue with the rest of it. Is that not it? Yeah. And the Bible says very clear in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. He said, I will not have you to be ignorant concerning them that are asleep, 
Then he begins to talk about it, that those who are alive and living cannot prevent those who are dead. Then he says, but uh, the, where are we? Good. But I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them that are asleep, that we sorrow not, even as others, which have no hope. In other words, when you uh, believe in Jesus Christ and you are born again, you don't need to be sorrowful. There are people that have no hope because they did not live for Christ, they did not accept him, and they don't know where they are going. But if you are born again and you have lived your life building the church, helping the work of God, establishing people, making sure that many more people are going to go to heaven, you can rejoice. You don't need to be ignorant. Whatever you have done for God is going to cause you to become a prominent person in heaven. One day, maybe nobody salutes you, nobody greets you, but one day somebody will come and thank you for saving his life. Oh, he said, where do I know you will tell you that the money you gave to support the Ben MP, the, the orphanage, different things, it came to help. That's the reason why I am here. Amen. So I need us to be very uh, rooted in the word of God. Let's read these scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Read from verse number 50 to the end. You begin to see. And even tells us, he said, look, some people begin to wonder, how would the dead be raised? He said, it's not difficult at all. When we sow a seed, when we plant a seed, he asks us, he asks us, he said, when the seed is growing, does it come with the old body? He said, no. Just as the seed has to disintegrate, decompose, rot, and a new one come. That is how it is, that we will be sown in corruption, but we will be raised incorruptible. We will be sown in mortality, but we will be raised in immortality. Hallelujah. And he begins to explain that, look, this is what is going to happen. Then he begins to even show us that there is one kind of flesh for uh, birds, another for fish, another for animals, another for human beings. He said that there is a spiritual body and there is also a natural body. Hallelujah. So one day we will be in our natural bodies. Hallelujah. Yeah, we will be like the angels. One day we will be like the angels and we will be somewhere. We need to look up to. We need to really look at because on this earth, if all you want to be, or I mean, all your aim is to be somebody important in this earth, it's, it's too little an ambition. It is too little an agenda. Look at, I mean, it's not been long. Look at what is happening. If you have even properties over here, very soon they will say that the place is contaminated. We don't even know. What is going to happen next? We don't know. A lot of things are happening. The ozone layer is being depleted. The temperatures are becoming high. Before you notice, we are going to be on permanent masks because the uh, atmosphere is polluted. Different things are happening. Why? Because the earth that we are in now is not the one that God created. Something happened. Something big time happened to God's creation. I mean, how can God create us and subject us to death? It would have been an unfortunate uh, uh, creation. Amen. 
But because of what happened, it has changed. Things are not the way they are. Even now, when you eat food, you become sick from what you have eaten. How can God create something that when you eat, it gives you diseases? We are eating, I mean, genetically modified food. We are, even now, when you are eating some of the fruits, you said, oh, I'm not eating carbohydrates. I'm putting away uh, pap and potato. I'm eating only uh, grasses. You are chewing grass like a goat. Some of them are also, uh, they, have, they have used a lot of fertilizer. Yeah, that's why children, these days, you remember, the ladies, when did you uh, have your uh, uh, puberty? Some of you, the older ones, 15, 16. But because of what we are eating, some of them, 10 years, they have their uh, puberty. That means that, uh, you see, people put on. So even the grass you are eating like, like an ox is also even uh, planted within two months. I've been passing uh, by a particular road going to drop my children in school when I'm coming back. Within less than two months, they have planted, do you understand, grapes. And the grapes have, is now yeah, ready. And they are harvesting in less than two months. I said, hey, what are we eating? So one thing, we are even drinking 100% juice. The, the things that they have put. That's why now when you go to uh, places like Woolworth, they will say that this is, this is organic. This is free range. Because the chicken, some of the chicken, they are not look like the KFC chicken. And... How many chicken will have? I mean, uh, look at the number of chicken ties that you've been eating. Most of them are not chicken. The, most of them, they have more different. One chicken can have like 20 legs. Yes, because it's not like they need the chicken. They just need. Yeah, they genetically modify it to give them 20 legs with hormones. So, no. I mean, it's allowed. Just, just as you can plant and give it fertilizer, you can do a grafting. You see a mango here. You see apples here. You see, uh, how many have seen some before? Yeah. So genetically, they are modifying with hormones for the chicken. The, the chicken, it goes through the process. Within 24 hours, the chicken ties are ready. These are the things we are eating that is why you can see that different diseases and this. Uh, so what I'm trying to say is that we are going to go to a place. Amen. Because you can see that this earth, the contamination, something has spoiled God's plan. Amen. So don't allow yourself to be left behind. This is all I'm saying. Don't allow yourself. I'm very sure that if the earth were like the original one that was created, oh, life will be very comfortable. Life will be sweet. There will be, uh, we can't even understand, okay, how it was supposed to be because this is all we have seen. So our, our, now animals can bite, can kill, poison, and all these kind of things. But the good thing is that God says, God has promised us that we will be raptured 
he will come and take us. We will look at it maybe next week, how you begin to see. So when you read the Bible, you notice that, look at uh, uh, Genesis chapter Next week, we'll be looking at it. You see that Genesis chapter 3, the continuation is Revelation chapter uh, 21. So from Genesis chapter 4 up to uh, Revelation chapter 20 are the confusion and the problems. Are the problems and the confusion we brought to ourselves. Amen. Are you here? So when you look at Genesis, you notice that from uh, Revelation chapter 21, we are back into the garden. There's the tree of life again there. There's the water. Uh, that is the rivers. That is flowing and all that. Hallelujah. So let's go into the word of God. So 21 reasons. So we have seen the first reason. What was the first reason? The first reason when the first seal was broken. You notice that there was somebody sitting on a white horse and Power was given to him to conquer. Hmm? Then it goes on. The second seal, what happened? Okay, if you want to know, if you want to know all that happened, go, go back to the messages and you will get all of it. There was a white horse followed by a red one, then a pale, yeah, then, then green horse. So all of it, something happens. So today we are going to continue. Revelation chapter 15. Revelation chapter 15. Are you in Revelation chapter 15? Maybe as a recap, go to the uh, chapter 11. Go to chapter 11. Let's read a portion. Verse number um, 15. Chapter 11, verse 15. Bible says, Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices shouting in heaven. The world was now, the world has now become the kingdom of our God and his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. I'm reading from the NLT. The 24 elders sitting on their thrones before God fell with their faces to the ground and worshiped him, and they said, we give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who always was, for now you have assumed your great power. Are you there? And have begun to reign, and the nations were filled with wrath. But now the time of your wrath has come. It is time to judge the dead and reward your servants, the prophets, as well as your holy people. And all who fear your name, from the least to the greatest, it is time to destroy all who have caused destruction on the earth. Are you there? Then in heaven, the temple of God was opened, and the ark of his covenant could be seen inside the temple. Lightning flashed, thunder crashed, and rowed, and there was an earthquake and a terrible hailstorm. Then it continues. The chapter 12 and 13 to 14, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. The 14 is when it talks about he saw those after the rapture who also did not receive the mark of the beast. The 144,000. How many remember? 
144,000 people who did not receive the mark of the beast nor worshipped him. Those who washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb, they must also be part of those who were raptured. Do you remember? So after the rapture, those, some Christians will not go because I don't know what they will be doing at the time. Are you getting it? Yeah. And Bible says there were 10 virgins, five were taken, five were left. Two people will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken. And so it looks like it is not enough to come to church. It looks like it is not enough to be confirmed. It looks like it is not enough to just go for water baptism or Holy Ghost baptism. It would be very good for us to practice what the Bible says. And uh, I believe we read from Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 29 and 30. That talks about why some people will not be raptured. It said those who will not be redeemed, okay, those who will not be redeemed are those who will not have the seal, and the seal is the Holy Spirit. He said, grieve not the, uh, the Holy Spirit of God, whereby we are sealed unto the day of redemption. So those who don't have the seal were not. So no matter what happens, may you always have the seal in the name of Jesus. So that is where we saw in chapter 14, he said, Then I saw the Lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him were 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their forehead. And I heard a sound from heaven like a row of mighty ocean, ocean waves, or mighty ocean waves, or the rolling of a loud tender. It was like the sound of many harpists playing together. This great choir sang a wonderful new song in front of the throne of God and before the four living beings and the 20, 24 elders. No one could learn this song except the thousand, 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. <laughs> they have kept themselves as pure as virgins, following the lamb wherever he goes. Okay? They have been purchased from among the people on the earth as a special offering to God and to the lamb. They have told no lies. They are without blame. Okay, so it, it continues. The three angels... Verse chapter 15, that is what we are doing today, the seven bowls or the seven vows. The King James says, and I saw another sign in heaven, a great and marvelous seven angels having the seven last plagues. For in them I filled up the wrath of God. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that had gotten the victory over the beast and over his image and over his mark and over the name, over the number of his name, stand in the sea of, gla of glass, having the house of God. Let's let take the verse number two again and underline. 
You see, we, many people know only the mark of the beast. So it's like, I don't want to receive the mark of the beast, but it's more than a mark. It's more than the mark. If you read John chapter 1, verse number 2, the Bible says, As many as believe him, to them gave he power to become sons of God, even as many that believe on his name. So either you receive him or you believe. So there are so many ways of doing the same thing. So you may say that I'm not going to receive the mark, but you are worshiping him. Do you understand? So, receiving the mark is one thing. <laughs> Maybe, as you are here, you don't have an amulet. You don't have a, a band. You don't have a fetish ring. But you have a fetish name that you use. <laughs> In the NLT, this is what he says. Verse number two. Verse number two. He said, I saw before me all seemed to be a glass sea, mixed with fire. And on it stood all the people who had been victorious over the beast and his uh, statue and the number representing his name. Do you understand? The number representing his name. They were all holding harps that God had given them. Okay? And they were singing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. The King James says it in a nice way. Please get this. Get it. It's very important. And I saw the King James, verse 2. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that had gotten the victory over the beast. How do we get a victory over the beast? Over his image. So the first one is his image. Over his image. Over his mark. So it means the image is different from the mark. And over the number of his name. That's the third one. So the image, the mark, and the number. The image, the the mark and the number of his name. Stand on the sea of glass, having the harp of God. Okay. And they sang the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the lambs, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works. Lord God Almighty, just and true are thy ways, thou king of saints, who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name, for thou at, for thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgment are made manifest. And after that I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was opened, and the seven angels came out of the temple, having seven plagues, clothed in pure and white linen, and having their breasts Gathered with golden girdles. Are you there? Okay. Verse number seven, is it? Are we in verse seven? 
And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vials, full of the wrath of God, who liveth forever and ever. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. Chapter 16. And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vows of the wrath of God upon the earth. And the first went and poured out his vow upon the earth. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast. And upon them which worship his image. Amen. So the seven bowl or the seven vows, the first angel went out and he poured. And Bible says that the first thing that happened was that anyone who had the mark of the beast or worship his image developed source. <laughs> I think I'm going to read him from the NLT. Are you there? They developed. So this is part of the seven years. I mean, within the year. They developed, so the first, so this first one is the number 15. Is that not it? This is the number 15 reason why you must not be left behind. Because source, those who take his image are going to develop source and other things. The Bible says over here, Verse 2, so the first angel left the temple and poured out the bowl on the earth, and horrible, malignant source. Uh, this is cancerous. Isn't it all cancerous that they say is malignant? Cancerous, eh? Yeah, so the bo- the, whatever it is, when they pour, people would develop cancerous and other things. Mercy. Source broke out on everyone who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped his statue. Verse 3. Then the second angel poured out his bow on the sea, and it came and it became like blood of corpse, like the blood of a dead bird. The whole sea. How many remember that the one of the trumpets when it blew one third, one third of the sea? life, the life in it died. One third of all the ships that were there also became destroyed. How many remember? Now, it is not one third. It is every, all the ocean, from the Atlantic to the Pacific, India, everywhere. It became like the blood of corpse, not like even blood of a living. The blood of a dead body. And everything in the sea died. So it means those, of, those who did not go and they like prawns and they like lobster and sushi, they can't eat sushi again. <laughs> and some people were, I mean, left behind, are going to be left behind because of food. So the food that is going to cause some people to be left. I'm telling you, some people are not Christians because of food. Some people are not serving God well because of food. 
And the Bible is showing us over here that even the food, it will not be available any longer. Yeah, you like going to John Dory. It will not be there because they will close down. Even look at what is happening. Look at what is happening. They are closing. You cannot go out. You cannot do this. So whatever will not allow you to be raptured, we pray against it in the name of Jesus. Verse 3, then the second angel, uh, we've finished with that, verse number 4. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs, and they became blood. Uh, if you remember, the vows or the bowls were made up of the prayers Hallelujah. of the saints. Do you understand? Those who have been disturbing us and the prayers that we have prayed, all the prayers will be answered. All the prayers, those you bound, the, those you say, Lord, let them not succeed against us. We pray against them. All, all the prayers will be answered. Some of the prayers will be answered now. The rest will, will be when we are not here. And the third one, do you know that we, I mean, we don't drink the sea. So we drink from rivers and springs. And if you remember, one of the trumpets also took one third. One third of the rivers also became blood. How many remember? Yeah. So now there wouldn't be water. There would be tests. All the springs and the rivers have turned into blood. Anyway, you will not be around in the name of Jesus. How many are planning not to be around? Yeah, because if you are around, it will be very difficult. Verse 5, and I heard the angel who had authority over, over all the water saying, so can you see there's an angel in charge of water? There's a department of water. The angel who is in charge of it, and he heard the angel who had authority over all water saying, you are just, oh, holy one, who, who is and who always was, because you have sent this judgment, since they shed the blood of your holy people and your holy prophet, you have given them blood to drink. It is their just reward. People who have beaten pastors, who have killed them, different things, thinking that they are something. The Bible said that they will be given blood to drink. Seven, and I heard a voice from the altar saying, Yes, O Lord God, the Almighty, your judgment are true and just. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun causing it to scorch everyone with its fire. Everyone was burned by this, by this blast of heat, and they cursed the name of God, who had control over all these plagues. They did not repent of their sins and turn to God and give him glory. Let's see how it is in the King James. It said, And the fourth angel poured out his vow 
upon the sun, and the power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat and blasphemed the name of God. Look, look at the temperature now. Now, angel was given something to increase the temperature. He pours something over into the sun. Do you understand? Now, when you are moving, even now, people are beginning to be naked. People are wearing sleeveless. They are wearing bikinis and moving around. This is the temperature, uh, 32 or whatever. That's, but they won't increase the temperature to 100. Pour something into the sun and the temperature increases. Air conditioners cannot work. Do you know that some cars, the air conditioner works only in winter? The AC works. When you need it in, in summer, it doesn't work. It's just air. <laughs> when it's cold, then you see that it is working. I'm sure that is what. Hmm. Verse number 10. Then the fifth angel poured out his bow on the throne of the beast, the Antichrist, the beast who was ruling, and the fifth angel poured his bow on the throne of the beast. And his kingdom was plagued into, plunged into darkness. His subject ground their teeth in anguish, and they cursed the God of heaven for their pains and souls. But they did not repent of their evil deeds and turned to God. Then, you see, it, it, this thing is, is going to happen. When you look at some of the things that are said, you can see that some of them are like chemical uh, uh, weapons that enter into water, it destroys it, enter into this, everything. It, 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 it's happening. Biological weapons, different things are going to happen. Verse number 12, Then the sixth angel poured out his bow on the great Euphrates River, and it dried up so that the kings from the east could march their armies towards the west without hindrance. And I saw three evil spirits that looked like frogs lived from the mouth of the dragon, the beasts, and the false prophets. So these three, they have combined their power, and I saw something like frog. Frog is not a good animal. You need to go away from it. <laughs> 14, he said, they are demonic spirits who work miracles and go out to all the rulers of the world to gather them to battle against the Lord on that great judgment day of God the Almighty. Look, I will come as unexpectedly as a, a chief. Blessed are all who are watching for me, who keep their clothing ready so they will not have to walk around naked and ashamed. And the demonic spirit gathered all the rulers and their armies to a place with the Hebrew name Amagadon. Then the seventh angel poured out. So you, you can see, you can see that it is demons. Even when you are fighting with your sister or your brother, demons, you can see that it's demons that go and gather people to fight. Come and say, that, fight your sister, fight your brother. Can't you see what he did? It's not good. When you are fighting your wife or fighting your husband, demons are, 
are sent. The, uh, these rulers and the kings is talking about nations. They were there, not interested in fighting. But when the demons that looked like frog were released, they went and mobilized them. And the river we are talking, if it is, is in, uh, uh, what do you call it, Turkey. In fact, now they, they have done a dam. They have done a dam. Now with a, a button, the water can be dried up. It can be separated. They have done a, a, a dam there. There's a dam producing electricity, irrigation over there. Before, no one could cross it, but this time, unless the river so they can and you can see what uh, Turkey is doing it's become like I mean a powerful mediator for all the Middle East and the Asian they are trying to join Europe different things recently they were talking against France that they shall allow the, the uh, Muslims to do whatever you can see that I mean the stage is being set the stage is being set the last time when we started, we spoke about the, the feet of clay and, yeah, mixed with the iron. Yeah. And it's supposed to be 10, the 10, uh, uh, what do you, kingdoms that will be. I have seen that the whole world has been grouped into 10 uh, regions. I did not know that before, but I'm sure maybe next week. If God will, Jesus has not come, we are still around. We can look at it. I was so surprised that the whole world has been, has been, I mean, divided into ten regions. How many remember the bee that had ten heads? Yeah, we did not know where they were, uh, horns, where they were going to come from. But when I noticed that the whole world has been grouped into ten regions, you notice that the stage is set for the next. Verse number 17. Then the seventh angel poured out his bow into the air, and a mighty shout came from the throne in the temple, saying, It is finished. Then the tender crashed and rolled, and lightning flashed. A great earthquake struck. The west since people were placed on the earth. The worst of the earthquakes since the beginning, since people were placed on the... So you see, there's been earthquake and all that. The servant uh, bow, when they poured the prayer of the... It said there will be an earthquake greater than what has been seen. And one of the things that Jesus said in Matthew 24 and 25 that we should watch... That is a sign of the end time. It's, there will be earthquakes. And I mean, just this year, the number of earthquakes. Last year, there's been more earthquakes in, in our time than any other. If you take even the last 10 years, it, there hasn't been. Sometimes there are more than 10 earthquakes in a month. Different things. And Jesus said, he said, the earthquakes, the earthquakes will be the sign of the end time. So we are in the end time. Where are we? 
Verse number 18, then the tender crashed and rolled, and lightning flashed, a great earthquake struck. The Western people were placed on the earth. The great city of Babylon split into three sessions, and the city of many nations fell into heaps of rubble. So God remembered all of Babylon's sins, and he made her drink the cup that was filled with the wine of her uh, uh, fierce wrath, of his fierce wrath. And every island, island disappeared, and all the mountains were leveled. The effect of the earthquake was such that, can you see, the effect of the, of the earthquake was such that all Ro Robin Island will disappear. Table Mountain will go. It's like it will, it will level it. And now, when you look, the reason why people even came out with uh, the theory of evolution is when you look at the world, you can see that it's one big piece that through different earthquakes and through different things, it has separated from each other. Can you see it? Yeah. But the Bible says that this earthquake that is going to happen it will cause every island to disappear. Then mountains will be no more. It will flatten. And all mountains were leveled. There was a terrible hailstorm and hailstones weighing as much as 75 pounds fell from the sky onto the people below. They cursed God because of the terrible plague of the hailstorm. Verse 17. One of the seven angels who had poured out the seven bowls came over and spoke to me. Come with me, he said, and I will show you the judgment that is going to come on the great prostitute who rules over the many waters. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her and the people who belong to this world have made who belong to this world have been made drunk by the wine of her immorality so the angel took me in the spirit into the wilderness there there i saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that had seven heads and 10 horns and blasphemies against god were written all over it the woman wore purple and scarlet clothing and beautiful jewelry made of gold and precious gems and pearls. In her hand, she held a gold goblet full of obscenities. And their impurities, and the impurities of their immorality, and a mysterious name was written on her forehead, Babylon the Great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world. Hey! Mother of all. Look, up to now, it is advised that people who are not sanctioning go to certain places in the Western world. Europe It's like Babylon. Babylon the Great. Mother of all prostitutes. 
hostilities in the world. I could see that she was drunk, drunk with the blood of God's holy people. Do you understand? People who have caused uh, God drunk. If you read Proverbs chapter 7, this uh, prostitute was drunk with the what, blood of God's holy people. Women who caused men of God to fall. People who have become men of God are now scholars because of this uh, uh, daughters of this mysterious woman. I could see she was drunk, drunk with the blood of God's holy people who were witness, witnesses for Jesus. I stared at her in complete amazement. Why are you amazed? The angel asked. I will tell you the mystery of this woman and of the beast with seven heads and ten horns on which she sits. The beast, you see, was once alive, but isn't now. And yet he will soon come up out of the bottomless pit and go to eternal destruction. And the people who belong to this world, whose names were not written in the book of life before the world was made, will be amazed at the reappearance of this beast who had died. This calls for a mind with understanding. Are you there? The seven heads of the beast represent the seven hills where the woman rules. Do we have J7 or G8? We have G8. Okay. They also represent seven kings. They also represent, it said the, the heads represent seven kings, so seven nations, seven great nations. Are you there? They also represent seven kings. Five kings have already fallen. The sixth now reigns. Are you there? And the seven is yet to come, but his reign will be brief. The scarlet beast that was, but it's no more, it's no longer, is the eighth king. He is like the other seven, and he too is headed for destruction. The ten horns of the beast are ten kings who have not yet risen to power. They will be appointed to their kingdoms for one brief moment to reign with the beast. They will all agree to give him their power and authority. Together they will go to war against the lamb and the lamb will defeat them because he is the lord of all lords and king of all kings. Hallelujah. And, 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 and his called and chosen and faithful ones will be with him. Amen. Look at that again. And his called, chosen, and faithful will be with him. I, I will want to read this from the King James. Look at verse number um, 14. It says, This shall make war with the Lamb. So, they are, and you can see, you can see how the nations are pairing together. You can see how, I mean, you see Iraq, Iran, different people, they are pairing together, they are forming alliance and different things. 
Can you see? Yeah, you can see how uh, U.S., Japan, hmm, Australia, then uh, it used to be uh, Britain. They will always gang together, but you can see that now it looks like uh, this last guy who became the prime minister, Boris Johnson, it looks like he's not, he's, he's not who he used to be. He's now become a leftist. And you can see that there are alliances. And Bible is talking about it, that there are people who are going to come into power and they are going to give all their power into the beast, and they will form an alliance. So it's Israel, all those who are aligned to Israel, like the battle of Armageddon. The place is right here on earth. It's not a spiritual de destination. It's right here on earth. Hmm? Yeah, Armageddon. That's where they are going to have that battle. And and Bible says, there's a portion that concerns me and you that I want you to see. Verse number 14 said, They shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For he is the Lord of lords, King of kings, and they, and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Hallelujah. So even now, even now, the Lamb is making war. There is a war between good and evil. There is a war to capture men to heaven. And there is a war for the devil also to take people to hell. Hallelujah. The lamb and Jesus is fighting through us, his church and his body. Hallelujah. But how are we supposed to help? It said those who are with the lamb are the called. Those who are born again. If you are called, if you are born again, you are part of the called. Amen. Amen. Amen, the men. Amen. And amen, the ladies. Say, so those who are with the Lamb are those who are called. So if you are not born again, you have not taken sight with the Lamb. And not only being born again, he said, chosen. Many are called, but a few are chosen. Chosen is to be part of whatever you need to do. Then the last portion is the faithful. You are called. You are born again, but sometimes you are not faithful with what you have been asked to do. The reason why you have not joined the Lamb to defeat the enemy in your personal life, in your home, in your school, is that even though you are called, you have not allowed yourself to be chosen. And you are not faithful with your prayer life. You are not faithful with the word of God. You are not faithful. The Lamb will make war and is making war. But for the Lamb to win the war, he said he needs the called. The chosen and the faithful. May you be uh, faithful. I said, may you be faithful in the name of Jesus. Don't look to the, after the rapture. Now, as the called, be faithful. And you will be chosen to fight alongside the lamb. Hallelujah. 15, then the angel said to me, the waters where the prostitute is ruling, present, uh, ruling represent masses of people of every nation and language. Do you understand? It was on the waters. And the scarlet beast and his ten horns all hate the prostitute. They will strip her naked, eat her flesh, and burn her 
remains with fire. For God has put a plan into their mind, a plan that will carry out his purposes. They will agree to give their authority to the scarlet beasts. And so the words of God will be fulfilled. And this woman you saw in your vision represent the great city that rules over the kingdoms of the world. Are you there? And then 18, he said, after, after all this, I saw another angel come down from heaven with a great authority, and the earth grew brighter with, the, with his splendor, and he gave mighty shout. Babylon is falling. The great city is falling. She has become a home for demons. She is a hideout for every foul spirit. Hmm? Uh, hide out for every foul vulture and every uh, foul and dreadful animal. For all the nations have fallen because of the wine of her passionate immorality. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her because of her uh, desires for extravagant luxury. Her merchants of the world have grown rich. Then I heard another voice calling from heaven. Come away from her, my people. Are we his people? Let's go away from all these delicacies of her fornication. Do not take part in her sins or you will be punished with her. For her sins are piled as high as heavens and God remembers her evil deeds. uh, To do her as she has done to others. Double her penalty for all her evil deeds. She brewed a cup of terror for others, so brewed twice as much for her. She glorified herself and lived in luxury, so much it now with torment and sorrow. She boasted in her heart, I am queen on my throne. I am, I am no helpless widow, and I have no reason to mourn. Therefore, these plagues will overtake her in, her in a single day. Death and mourning and famine, she will be completely consumed by fire. For the Lord God who judges her is mighty, and the kings of the world who committed adultery with her and enjoyed her great luxury will mourn for her as they see the smoke rising from the charred remains they will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They will cry out, how terrible, how terrible for you, O Babylon, you great city, in a single moment, God's judgment came on you. Are you there? And the merchant of the world will weep and mourn for her, for there is no one left to buy their goods. She bought great quantities of gold, where, who are those buying the gold? You will see. Silver, jewels, and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet clothes, things made of fragrance, tine wood, ivory goose, an object made of expensive wood, and uh, bronze, iron, marble. She also bought cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, Wagons, bodies, and bodies, that is human slaves. Hmm. 
uh, the fancy things you love so much are gone. They cried, all your luxuries and splendor are gone forever, never to be yours again. The merchant who became wealthy by selling her these things will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They weep and cry out, how terrible, how terrible for the great city. She was clothed in fine paper and scarlet linen, decked out with gold and precious stones and pearls. In a single moment, all the wealth of the city is gone. And all the captains of the merchant ships and their passengers and sailors and crew will stand at a distance. They will cry out as they watch the smoke ascend and they will say, where is there another? Where is there another city as great as this? And they will weep and throw dust on their heads to show their grief. And they will cry out, how terrible, how terrible for great city. They wash the ship owners became wealthy by transporting her great wealth on the sea. In a single moment, all is gone. Hallelujah. We can go on and on, but you can see there are people who even, one day somebody told me, he said, look, I don't care if they will even uh, uh, amputate part of his body and take him to Europe, he'll, he will like it. And the Bible, yeah. The, you see, the Europe and the European system and the, the Babylon, the great, have fallen. The, 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 the systems in the Western world, if you don't take time, you are not a certain way you enter. You cannot even serve God. Hello? You ask people who have been to Europe, the system is not made with you in mind that you, you have a need to serve God. Hallelujah. Wherever God has placed us and whatever God wants you to do, some people don't serve God and they reject their calling. They don't fulfill it because they want to go to Europe. They want to go to America. They want to go to different places. How, how will you sacrifice? I mean, the world. If you want what is in America, God can give it to you here. Amen. Amen. Or you want to buy your clothes from America. You can buy it on, on, online. They will bring it. What else do you want? Whatever you want. You can have it here. Be where God wants you to be. Amen. Amen. And you can see, say, the, the, the ships and her merchandise, they, she, she lived in luxury with gold, with silver. This, yeah. Her fornication has caused so many people to fall. And everything was coming down. Hallelujah. It is very difficult. It is very difficult to do well where God has not planted you. Let us remember this, that all we are seeing, the delicacy, the luxury, the things that look like, it, one day it will be gone. It said, for in a single moment it is gone. Look at how the World Trade Tower just vanished. Within a single moment, it was gone. Look at how even top restaurants of the world with, with the uh, virus, with the pandemic, is closed. Tourist attraction, places, it is no longer there. You can, but people cannot even see. It's like 
is when the devil puts something in your heart, you don't see anything more than what he's showing you. But this afternoon, before we leave here, I believe that you can lift your hand. Lord, you called me. Choose me and let me be faithful. I want to fight alongside you. Hallelujah. Bible says the lamb will make war with the armies of the world. But with him will be the called, the chosen, and the faithful. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say, I am called. I am chosen. I will remain faithful. Hallelujah. If you are born again, that is what it means to be called. If you do what God will have you to do, that is what it means to be chosen. But if you remain doing it, then you are faithful. Sometimes you are called, you are chosen, but you are not faithful. Sometimes you are called, but you don't do what the called should do, so you are not chosen. But when the called do what is expected of him or of her, then he is chosen. Hallelujah. That's why Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. Because only few do what is expected of them. I pray that this afternoon, oh, you will lift your hand and say, Lord, you called me. I will answer. Choose me, and may I be faithful until the very end. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Stand to your feet and let's go. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and say to the Lord, if you called me, help me. Oh, yeah, to do your bidding so I will be chosen. Oh, yes, that I will be faithful in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Moka basantebo. Rokasakande, Riande, Limo, Suta, Kata. Oh, yes, Lord, we pray that we will not be left behind. Oh, our prayer is that, Lord, help us to escape all the 21 plagues, all the 21 uh, troubles and the uh, tribulations that are going to come. Oh, yes, Lord, may we escape. May we be raptured. May we be raptured, we pray, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. As we close, please close your eyes with me. You are here. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I don't want to be left behind. I want to be called. I want to be born again. When you get born again, you are called. When you do what you must do as a born again believer, you are chosen. When you don't give up, but you remain, you stay focused on it, you are faithful. You want to say, Pastor, Pray with me and pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to see the beast. I don't want to see the Antichrist. I don't want any part with these guys who are going to come after the rapture. I would rather want to be raptured. I want to be with Jesus. I want to fight alongside with Jesus. I want to be the called, the chosen, hey, and the faithful by him. If this is what you are saying, lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't want to go to hell in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you for every hand that is lifted. We pray that this very moment, may the grace of God that brings salvation be our portion. May we not be the same in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the opportunity we have to be in your presence. Lord, we pray that, Lord, not only... 
do we want to be in heaven? But Lord, may we be faithful. May we be chosen. And may we remain called. Father, we thank you. In all we do, Lord, our prayer is that we will serve you with our very life. Before you come, may we be pleasing. May our life be used to honor you in service to you in Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.